Hello and welcome to the Reliable J Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tessa. And today we will be discussing our favorite Reliant K albums in the order of least favorite to most favorite. This is not a worst to best because they're all great albums. I just feel the need to emphasize that because we do like all these albums. These are our favorite albums from our favorite band, not our worst albums from our favorite band. The way this will work is I will say my pick for the certain slot and then defend it and then Tessa will say her pick and if she doesn't agree she will defend her pick and hopefully by the end we can agree on a list that works for both of us that's a compromise of the best order. I don't truly expect that to happen but we'll see what happens. Um, so we'll just start right at number eight. Before I say my number eight pick though I will tell you that the albums we have to pick from are in chronological order Self-titled Reliant K album, The Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek, Two Lefts Don't Make a Right But Three Do, also known as Two Lefts, Mm-hmm, Five Score and Seven Years Ago, also known as Five Score, Forget and Not Slow Down, Collapsible Lung, and Air for Free, which is their most recent release in July 2016. So with my number eight pick, I pick Reliant K, their self-titled album. It's not a bad album by any means, because, as I said, we love all of their stuff. It's just not what I would consider a great album by them. It's early 2000 slash. It was from an album or an EP that came out in 1998 by them. It wasn't bad um, lyrics-wise. It wasn't anything clever like they did in later albums. But the production quality on it wasn't great, which really puts it down for me. And I just don't find myself listening to this album on a regular basis at all. I agree. My number eight pick is also the self-titled album, um, basically for the exact same reasons. I don't like how the production sounds. It's, um, just very late 90s, early 2000s sounding. And um, you were saying that the lyrics aren't bad, and I agree, but I feel like when I think of that album, no lyrics stand out to me as, like, good lyrics, so... You don't wish that you could be Marty McFly? Correct. Huh, well then. So, cutting into our number seven, my next least favorite, my penultimate favorite, least favorite, penultimate <laughs> means second to last, if you didn't know that, um, would have to be The Anatomy of Tongue in Cheek, because it was kind of almost an extension of the self-titled album in my opinion where it's not completely their sound yet they were still um testing stuff out and testing lyrics out seeing what they could do i mean they have some classic 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 songs on there like um sadie hawkins dance pressing on kick off just there's there's a bunch of them on there but um, in my opinion, just not their best work, and it could use a tiny bit of work with the experience they have now, because they were really young at the time. It was 2001. Um, my seventh pick is also Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek, and that pains me to say because my very first song that I ever heard from Lion K, which was my first like favorite song from them, was off of this album. However, I would say besides their more well-known songs off of this album, the other songs just don't really match the quality and um, 
yeah, I just don't like those songs as much. So while it does have a lot of good songs on it, it's that low on my list just because I don't really listen to all of the songs as much as I do individual songs, if that makes sense. Yeah, I completely agree, but I have a feeling our next picks will be different than each other because I know you pretty well. Okay, don't give me that look. Um, She gave me a really smug, like, ooh, you know me look. My next pick would have to be next in the chronological order, which would be two lefts don't make a right, but three do. I feel like they really tried on this album to pick a sound and to develop themselves as a band, and they were almost there. They got some silly songs in there. They got some serious songs in there, like silly songs like College Kids, Mood Rings, and then you get to the serious songs like I Am Understood and Getting Into You, which are like super deep and spiritual songs, but I feel like they didn't quite know what they were doing because, I mean, one of the songs has a telephone sound effect, for God's sake. Like, (laughs) they didn't know that that wasn't cool because they were still super young, and I just feel like they weren't developed enough yet to make, like, the solid music. So if it comes on, I'll listen to it, but I don't normally go out of my way to listen to it all right my sixth pick which i know josh will disagree with me about is collapsible lung this is their second most recent album so um it was made somewhat recently and the reason why it's kind of lower on my list is just because i feel like the album as a whole is not a very good representation of what reliant k as a band sounds like the um actual music is a lot more pop sounding than a lot of their other stuff and the lyrics in my opinion do not have as much of like a deep meaning as some of their other albums so I still really 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 like the album I've never disliked it I know a lot of Reliant K fans hate that album um, because it's too secular however I don't I've never disliked it I just don't really listen to it as much as some of their other things and just in general I feel like it's not very Reliant K like if that makes sense. Let me ask you a question. Yes. When you bring that up do you know what you're getting yourself into? (laughs) Good one. Um, If you don't know there's a song getting yourself into that the main line is do you know what you are getting yourself into? Um, So my next pick this is the point where we hit like this is just an average album it doesn't have any over amazingly great things that outweigh any like overwhelmingly average things so i would have to say five score and seven years ago is an average album by them it has a great opener that's an acapella multi-tracked by the lead singer it's got a great closer which is a beautiful song about a guy who living a terrible life and then jesus finds him he doesn't find jesus jesus finds him and then he dies during the song and jesus reminisces with him and then takes him up to heaven when he met him on his deathbed and then in the middle there's some good songs i mean they play a couple of them live i would say it has a silly song on it which is literally the words are i just wasted 10 seconds of your life but besides that it doesn't have any super shine out features to it it's just a i'll put it on in the car but it wouldn't go on my workout playlist but i don't work out so i don't know if that's a good way to measure that (laughs) okay so um my 
number five pick goes back to what your number six pick was, and that's two lefts. Don't make a right, but three do. Basically for the exact same reasons as Josh. I feel like um, it's a pretty good album overall, but it's very average. It has a really good balance, in my opinion, of quirky, fun lyric songs as well as deeper songs. Um, but it's just not very memorable. There's not many memorable songs, in my opinion, off of that album that I, that just stand out as like, that's my favorite song of all time. So that's why it's just kind of in the middle. It's just pretty average. It, it's a pretty average album. Those two albums were fighting for that spot of what I would consider um, this place would be the quote-unquote average. Yeah. All right. So what is your number four pick? My number four pick, controversy alert, controversy alert, would have to be their fourth studio album, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of people's favorite album by them. It Don't get me wrong. It's a great album. I love this album. It just didn't have enough to out-edge the, what I would consider, greatness of the top three albums I have by them. It has songs that I love to this day. Some of my favorite songs by them are on this album. I just wouldn't consider it my favorite album overall for reasons I'll get into when I get to my top three. It's just not as good as the next three albums, I would say, for different reasons. But we'll get there when we get there. So what's your number four? My number four goes back to what your number five was, and that's five score and seven years ago. Again, but basically the exact same reasons. It's very average. There's not many songs that stick out off that album besides Deathbed, which I just feel like the whole song is just honestly so artistic and amazing. Um, however, I mean, John Foreman is Jesus. So. Yeah, John Foreman, who is the lead singer of Switchfoot, is the singer at the end of the song, Deathbed, who um, portrays Jesus as the unnamed main character of this song, Goes to Heaven. But anyway, um, besides Deathbed, I mean, there's some good songs off that album, but it's really average in my opinion. Yeah, it's an average album. I think we can agree on that. Okay, Cracking into the top three, this is where the fights are going to start. I don't think we're going to fight. Um, I will get passionate about this, just so you know. My number three, I have, to, I have to clarify first. Number two and number three, I've contemplated about this for a long time. Like, All right, we're not on number one. Oh, did so you say two and three? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> number two and three, I We're already fighting. On. Yeah, see? We're not going to fight. Um, yeah, it's a really tough decision, but I would have to say number three is air for free um air for three boo <laughs> um great album i love it to pieces some of my current favorite songs by them are on it um i was thinking about this recently because our next episode is going to be our favorite song off each album and air for free is these all top three but specifically air for free is such a good album that i can't pick just one song off of it but the next two have more personal meaning to me. If you didn't know, it's generally accepted that Air for Free is part of a trilogy with Collapsible Lung and Forget and Not Slow Down. It's like the closer of the trilogy. And I would also argue that five scores in there, but that's not important. It's the closer and like, it's just a beautiful album in general. I don't really have anything negative to say about it except one song on there in particular, the title track, Air for Free, took me a long time to warm up to, 
a kind of it's a weird slower song as compared to the rest of the album and that's not normally what you expect out of a title track but then again collapsible lungs title track was also really slow but What's your number three? My number three is Forget Not Slow Down. The reason why this is number three is I really feel like the whole album is like an amazing story and it needs to be listened to in order for me to truly appreciate it. Does that make sense? How am I dating you? No, seriously. It, I, I love this album so much. I really, I think this, I could be wrong, but I think that this album was the first of theirs that I actually, like, it came out when I was a fan. Does that make sense? Like, the, uh, mm-hmm. all, the basically from self-titled through five score, um, I, I think I became a fan in, like, 2008. So all of those before 2008 had already come out, and mm-hmm. I got them basically all at the same time, either online or as that physical CD. And then I think Forget Not So Down was the first album that actually came out after I had become a fan and anyway so the that has nothing to do with why it's my number three um i really like it all the songs are just like seriously amazing also this is not a huge it does, it's not that important but i just wanted to point out that this is the also the first album that was um from mono versus stereo that does not really matter but it does because my top three are all on mono versus stereo okay. and also um, little personal note, Forget It Not Slow Down came out early October 2009, and I, my birthday is October 19th, to, um, 1997. <laughs> in 2009. 2009. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I got Forget It Not Slow Down on CD for my 12th birthday. Just a little personal momentum there. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Number two. I really want you to go first because mine's super controversial. No, just go. Tessa. All right, my number two is Air for Free. The reason why this one is number two for me. Um, first of all, it came out, and when it came out, and this like season of life that I was in, it was just super, super, super important to me. Summer? Not that kind of season. Oh, okay. Um, I also went to a lot of shows on the tour that, um, was right after Air for Free was released, and that's actually when I met Reliant K. Um, Thanks to me and the street, because <laughs> we met them on the street the first time. The other two times I paid for VIP. <laughs> anyway, um, and yeah, I just the songs on that album are awesome. I'm like getting emotional right now just thinking about. She's actually tearing up. I see tears. No, I'm um, just thinking about like what the album means to me. And I feel like the reason I didn't put it at number one is just because it's still really new in my opinion, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I know that it's over a year old, but. It hasn't aged. Properly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It still feels new to me. Just, I know it's like a year and a half old at this, at this point, but. Um, yeah, exactly what you just said. It hasn't aged. I don't have a ton of memories connected to it yet. I do already have a lot, considering it's only been a year and a half. But, um, yeah, that's the only reason it's number two, is just because it doesn't have as much of a memory, as many memories connected to it as my number one pick does. Also, personal momentum, 
the alarm I use every morning is a song off air for free called Mountaintop. <laughs> and I did my motion graphics final project to that same song. So I have a very personal connection with that song. But my number two, ready for the booze. Not booze like alcoholic. Boo! Just had to clarify that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> is Collapsible Lung. Now, a lot of people hate me for this because... They hate you? That's a little bit okay, extreme. Okay, they hate my opinion on this because... <laughs> It's considered a pop secular album like Tess already covered. But I feel like the people who think that in a negative sense, a negative connotation, don't understand the trilogy I was talking about where in the lead singer and the songwriter for them's personal life, he his engagement was broken off right before he wrote Forget It Not Slow Down, which if you haven't figured it out yet by process of elimination, is my favorite album. And then this was like a sequel to it where... He was processing it and forget to not slow down, and then he tried to make the problem go away by doing things like drinking and meeting other girls and all this stuff, but then on the last song of the album, he admits he was wrong, and he says, I hope I haven't heard the last words from the Holy Ghost, and he's praying that his life isn't messed up and that he can find his way back to God, and it's a really beautiful story as a whole. Plus, I mean, who doesn't love to roll down the windows and jam to pop music every once in a while? No, a yeah, I agree about that it's it's a good song to listen to in the car. And uh, super controversial, but I will literally defend that album to my death. Like, I love to that To your album. deathbed? <laughs> so yeah, it's very controversial. Um, number two pick, but I love that album so much, and I always will love that album, and no one can take that album away from me. Also, another personal momentum, I have that album on CD, which is rare in itself, and the CD is signed by Matt Hoops, the guitar player, and one of the two members of the band that are left from the original band back in the day. So that's a super rare keepsake to have, and I'm happy about that. All right, so you kind of already touched on your number one pick being Forget Not So Down. I did. Do you have anything else to say about it before I go um, to my number one pick? Like I said, I got it for my 12th birthday, and the part I didn't say is I bought it for my 12th birthday because my sister said she wouldn't tattle on me to my mom if she bought it for me, or if I got it, and then she could have it too. And then the CD disappeared one day, and the summer after I was going through something really hard in my life, I had my sister's car for the whole summer, and I looked in the trunk. <coughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. And I found the Forget and Not Slow Down album. And I was like, hey, this is where this went. I couldn't find this for the last X amount of years. And I started listening to that album, and it really got me through what I was going through in life. And then I started listening to Collapsible Lung, and then Air for Free came out. And that really re-sparked my fandom for Reliant K. And because of that, I now know Tessa. Say hi, Tessa. Hi, Tessa. Boo. So... And I know her because we met because we were Reliant K fans. And I have a lot of internet friends. And I actually know the band now. And my whole life turned around basically because I found that album in the trunk of my sister's car. So it's super personal uh, connection to that album. And it's a great story. And the whole album flows with one. And basically to show you how important it is. Last time I talked to the lead singer of the band, who, as I already mentioned, is already the songwriter, I had him write down some of the lyrics on a piece of paper that I plan on getting tattooed on my arm, 
because it's, it's so meaningful to me that I'm the only one in the world who has that line tattooed in his handwriting because I'm pretty sure no one else has ever done that. And it's just a super meaningful album to me. And yeah, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to stop before I start crying. Aww. All right, so I feel like I can't top that, but my number one pick, which was surprisingly pretty low for Josh, was um, the album Mm-hmm. Basically, the reason why this album is my favorite is because, again, kind of similar to Two Lefts and Five Score, it is a pretty good balance of kind of funny songs, but it also has a lot of deep songs. Name one funny song on that album. Um... I had one in my head. This week, the trend. That's not that's really not funny. funny. <laughs> I just want to get mugged at knife point. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I said that one, first of all. But, okay, it's not, it's not, maybe not the funny lyrics, but it's not as, like, totally deep as Forget Not So Dawn. I think that's the reason why that one was kind of lower on my list, is just because it's just really, like, raw and emotional. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a really good thing, but I just, you know, Reliant K has also done a lot of funny stuff, so... I just want to point out that on the um, Mm-hmm record, he was dating Katy Perry at the time, so a lot of those songs are about Katy Perry. Okay, that's what makes it funny. True. I'm going to look up the track list right now, because I feel like there's got to be the a... one f- I'm waiting for, Be My Escape, High of 75. High of 75 is kind of funny. No, it's not. It's kind of silly. I so hate consequences. It's a little silly. The only thing worse than beating a dead horse is betting on one. Um, oh, maintain consciousness. That's what I was thinking. And that's right above this week. That's why I was thinking of. That one is funny. No, it's not. It's really funny. It's funny. Okay. It's really up to us to maintain consciousness. <laughs> that was one of my favorite songs as a kid. And I don't I don't think I knew what it meant. I would say that's one of the weakest songs on the album. I don't agree with myself now. I don't think it's the funniest one now. But anyway, the reason why Mm-hmm is my favorite is, first of all, every time I hear that album, I get really emotional flashbacks of seeing them for the first time in concert because... When you cried? Yeah, I cried so much at that concert. <laughs> um, but the that tour was basically um, p- playing the entire... Mm-hmm, album plus a few other random songs but so i anytime i hear a song up of mm-hmm, i can imagine hearing it live and that just oh it, make, it gives me chills just thinking about it now because it's the first time i ever saw my favorite band i it just was it was also my senior year of high school so i was just at a really high point of happiness in my life and it gives me flashbacks to that um oh i'm sorry um, I forgot something else to mention about Forget and Not Slow Down. Um, there was, at the end of 2015, Reliant K did a mini tour with six shows. And before this tour was announced at all, me and my friends realized they hadn't come to Buffalo, which is like my hometown. I live in a suburb of the city of Buffalo. And so we started a hashtag called hashtag bring RK to Buffalo. And then they ended up acknowledging the hashtag on Instagram and doing a show in Buffalo on November 29th, which was, like, almost two years ago today, but a little bit longer. And so, like, I have a super personal connection to that concert, and the two songs they opened with were the first two songs on Forget and Not Slow Down, which are Forget and Not Slow Down and I Don't Need a Soul. So, like, my first... I had been to a Reliant K concert before that, but I was, like, six, so I didn't really remember That it. doesn't count. Exactly. So, um, 
that was my first like real concert for them and that's the songs they opened up with and it's just meant a lot to me and then I met them quote unquote met them on that day and I met Jake Germany who is a artist from Fangs and Cardboard Kids who is like super close friends with them and like I talked and he went on tour with them yeah right? he went on tour with them for that tour and I talked to Dave Douglas who was like my drumming role model that day and I met Matthew Thiessen and Matt Hoops that day and it was just a good day overall and speaking of good days and kind of going back to what I was saying about my number one being mm-hmm the that concert was three years ago today well the date that this assignment's due I'm not doing it the day it's due of course I would not do that however <laughs> I can confirm that's actually true because I work all day on December 11th the day that this project is due is whenever I first saw Reliant K concert and I know three years is kind of a long time but like isn't it kind of crazy the fact that three years ago I had was seeing Reliant K for the first time and now I've seen them several times we saw them literally we saw them together three times on their last tour she saw them another time, and two of those shows that we saw them together on were literally, like, we saw the show one day, and then <laughs> saw the show the next day in a completely different city. Yeah, and two of those, two of the four shows that I saw on that, the most recent tour, um, we were very close to the stage. Yeah, like, we were um, front row for both of them. Or yeah. For Two of them, I'm sorry. And one of them, literally, there was, like, no barrier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there was literally no barrier at one of them. So, like, we were right up on the stage, like, um, Switchfoot toured with them. And John Foreman, every time he would stand on a speaker, he would reach out and, like, grab one of our hands for stability. Like, it was, that's how close to the stage we were, just to put it in perspective. And they then, sweated on us. They did. And then <laughs> we talked to them more after the show, before the show. It was just a great experience overall. But um, now we have to try to compile a master list of... Yeah, after hearing a lot of your opinions, I wouldn't necessarily change my list. It's just like kind of putting things in perspective. I don't know if my opinions influenced you at all, but um, I don't know. I... I kind of regret putting... Let, let's not let's start down. from the bottom up, just because okay, obviously okay, we okay. agree on Reliant K. No, yeah, K. that's a good idea. Reliant K and Anatomy, we both agreed uh, on. Yes, so we got those two locked in place. Mm -hmm. I think I agree with you that two lefts could probably be lower than collapsible lung. Good. However, like I said, I feel like two lefts is just a perfect... If I had to pick one album that perfectly described... Reliant K as a whole, not how they are right now, but just how they have been since they started in the late 90s. I feel like Two Lefts is a very, Two Left and Five Score are just very good representations of how their music is, being that it's silly sometimes and deep sometimes. And since both of those albums are very good representations of that, I feel like it shouldn't be low, but they're not my favorites. Okay, I have a compromise. Yeah. Total order. We're going to not slow down. Mm-hmm. Air for free. Collapsible lung. Five score. Two lefts. Anatomy. Self-titled. Sure. Can we agree on that? I guess. I did not think it would be that easy. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that... I don't know. What did you have as number one? For, uh, forget. And then Mm-hmm. Which are our two favorites. Yeah, okay. And they're both are very meaningful albums. Just See, I okay, I agree with your opinion that, you know, because those are two very important albums to us and both have 
emotional meanings that the other person won't be able to, you know, exactly understand. I get that. But for some reason, putting air for free, did you have it third in that mm -hmm. list? That, like, breaks my heart for some reason. Okay, I'll put it this way. If you didn't have forget and not slow down, you couldn't have air for free. No, I get that. And you couldn't have collapsible lung, which were both our number two. True, true. So, if you don't have forget and not slow down, you can't have collapsible lung. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but forget and not slow down was just so good, and it it is Reliant Cave, obviously. I'm just, I'm thinking about, like, to my childhood when I started liking Reliant K, and obviously they were younger, so their lyrics were okay. not immature by any means, but, like, just funnier and sillier, and so I feel like that's why... Forget Not So Down is not, wasn't okay. higher. It's just because it's... But think of it like this. Forget and Not Slow Down is the perfect embodiment of who they are now. Which one is? Forget and Not Slow Down. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm is the perfect embodiment of who they were before five score. So that, like, breaks up into two genres. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, yeah. Air for There's Free is just... definitely different eras of yes. the line, okay? Air for Free is just a great album, and it needs to be in the top three no matter what. Yes. And then... Um, collapsible lung, it, it's in its own kind of subgenre of its own, mm -hmm. and then five scores in its own little subgenre, and then you just chunk on the last three because honestly they're they're weaker albums. Yeah, and something you just said reminded me of Air for Free, how it has to be in the top three. Um, now that I think about it, Air for Free is kind of similar to Two Lefts and Five Score, and it, only in the fact that it is also a good representation of Reliant K is being it has some silly songs like Mrs. Hippopotamuses but then it Elephant has some parade. then it has some really deep songs like Empty House or God or you know what I'm talking about so um I'm, I'm not going to change it and say that one should be first but I'm just saying it the more that I think about it now I feel like Air for Free is a really good representation of Reliant K as a whole in their history so are we agreeing on the album order that I said? Yeah, I'm just, you know, adding some more points of why. I was adding that point of why it seems so weird that Air for Free would be third. But, again, as we said, all of these we love. So saying <laughs> that it's third does not mean anything. No, literally, the difference between third and first place is strictly emotional attachment. Yeah, They're exactly. all great albums. Even, like, the difference between fifth and first place yeah. is emotional attachment. And even the ones we said were our, like, seventh and eighth, Anatomy and Reliant K, we... We're just not we as emotionally attached them. to them. Exactly, because yeah. they were... We weren't, like, into them when those albums came yeah. out, so we and don't I have think, memories. I think, uh, you know, something to point out was that a lot of our... Well, you, all of your top three were the most recent ones, mm -hmm. and while mm -hmm is old, like, it's 13 years old at this point... I had to do the math. Almost 14. Yeah, Jeez. almost 14 because it's almost 2018. Um, anyway, even though that one is kind of older, older, my other two favorites, Air for Free and Forget Not Slow Down, were made pretty recently. So I think, I think that we are growing as Reliant K is growing. That's something that I've noticed is we... The way that Reliant K's music progressed, my life took a similar path. Mm -hmm. Not with, like, obviously, I haven't had an engagement break off or anything. Yeah. But, like, 
their music is there when I need it, and then the new album comes out, and it's exactly where I am mentally, and it just kind of cycles. That's why Collapsible Lung is so important to me, as where most people don't see the value of it. All right, I agree. So we sum it up? Yeah. With our, so our final is Forget It Not Slow Down as number one. Number two is Mm-hmm. Number three is Air For Free. Number four is Collapsible Lung. Number five is Five Score and Seven Years Ago. Number six is Two Lefts Don't Make a Right. Number seven, yes, I can count, is Mm -hmm. Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek. And number eight is Reliant K. Glad that we could work that out. So um, if you enjoyed, you should stick around and wait for our next episode to come out because we will be recording it shortly. It will be our favorite song off each album, which will be, one, a harder task to decide. (laughs) True. And two, I feel like there will be a lot more argument in that (laughs) one, if we're being honest. So um, you should stick around for that. Um, I hope you have a great day. Enjoy. Rock on. I just wasted ten seconds of